0: WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. And good morning to you. I think you could tell from the first few notes that I am not Mike Raley. Mike Raley and Melissa are in Israel as we speak. Something he's longed to do for years and years and years. In fact, they tried to go once before and the COVID COVID got them. Uh, But nonetheless, they are over there and... Wouldn't be surprised before this day is over if we didn't hear from him, but I'm here in his place, delightfully so, and with us, of course, is Phil Campbell, uh, one of our favorite people, as well as Rufus Edmiston, another of our favorite people, and on the phone with us is is Pam Beck, uh, who is joining us by phone instead of being here at the studio. Good morning to you guys. Good morning. Good morning, Tom. It's great to have you. Good morning, Uh, Pam. I feel like
1: I'm on on NC Spin again, (laughs) hearing Tom's voice.
0: Well, I'll tell you what. uh, I I, I think I've told you before. I much prefer radio to television. Oh, Oh, yeah. absolutely. Uh,
1: Said it many times.
0: Many, many years ago, somebody told me I had a beautiful face for radio.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was your mother. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Maybe that was it. Anyway gorgeous day today it's going to be in the high 70s uh all the weather forecasters were talking about the fact that we might have uh some uh severe storms and wind but i think they have now decided that they're going to send that east of i-95 and i don't wish those folks any any ill uh luck but Kind of nice not to have it for a change. It
2: is. It is. I think we might still get a little bit of wind when that front comes through, but it'll be nice to, we've had a good little rain this past week.
0: Well, I'll tell you, what was it, last Saturday? Saturday week? I can't keep up with the days uh, where it got cold as it could be. We were down Mm -hmm. on our place at the coast, and I mean, the wind was so, we, we had clocked a gust of 75 miles an hour. Ooh. Tore all the screens out of my front porch. No. And, I mean, it was just, it was cold, and the, the river, uh, the we don't have tides down on the Neuse River down there like you have at the ocean. Uh, but I bet water, you had
2: white caps.
0: Let me tell you, <laughs> the water can blow up down there, and yeah. the chop, it's not something you want to be on the river during that period of time. But yeah. we've had, a. I mean, this has been a strange, strange winter, hasn't it? It I mean, has,
2: it has. Now you don't have screens on your porch, and the skeeters will bite you.
0: <laughs> well, fortunately, I know how to fix them. It just takes a little bit of time and some screen. Yeah, it's uh, been a
1: rough time. Yeah, on it's plants, been. A, too. Well, I, and, it has. And, and I had people yesterday saying, "Can I, can I plant uh, my my marigolds and all?" And I said, "No. Well, it's always the going to ground's, the the ground's
0: not warm, warm enough." Well, you have given me, as usual, Rufus, a segue into the first question I was going to ask today. Um, with this strange winter that we've had, I mean, we've had 70-degree days followed by 45-degree days, it seems like. Um, is it too late uh, to plant spring uh, cabbage and, and uh Potatoes and peas and so no. forth like that. It's not too late to put them in the ground.
2: No, I don't think so. What do you think, Pam?
3: Oh, I agree with Phil. No, my uh, my grandfather wouldn't plant his uh, white or Irish potatoes until Good Friday. Yep. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you remember that, but um, you now yes. it's too early for you know, like the the little sugar snaps, maybe. But everything else, I'd I'd go ahead and keep planting. If you uh, go to some of the garden centers, you're going to see lots of transplants for cabbage and broccoli and some of those cooler season.
0: Plants. Well, they selling tomato plant plants. No,
2: it's way too uh, early for tomatoes.
0: I think so too.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's too early for tomatoes. It's too early for peppers. Um, you know, spring it was onions. 20, yeah, spring onions. Cabbages, I've got some spring onions some, about some two inches. Yep, yep. But uh, hey, uh, last Sunday, what was it, last uh, Sunday morning? It was 23. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we got to be careful. I lost a big crop of peppers one year on, on April 24th. Um, it got down below, what, frosted real heavy, and the frost cloth had blown off before the, the wind settled. And I'll never forget that. Well, I what mean, is it? The, got the last learn. frost
0: date is supposed to be like yeah. April fifteenth.
1: Supposed to be the fifteenth, but I you can't go, go, go by after that. that. Yep,
2: you can't.
0: Bef- before you, just you can't try go to it. put stuff in the ground. Yeah.
1: yeah. Now, up in Boone, you just count count another month.
0: Yeah. Well, y- y'all might remember uh, uh, several weeks ago, um, I was on the show uh, by phone, I think, and uh, during that period of time, I talked about the fact that. I'd gone crazy and bought a bunch of bulbs, tulips and jonquils yeah. and so forth like that, and got lazy and didn't, didn't put them in the ground. And, I, and, in fact, you were the one that told me. I said, uh, uh, is it too late to, uh, no. to, to plant these things? And Mike said, or you said, go on and do it. Let's see. What's the worst that can happen? They don't save. What's no. the worst that can happen? So I did, and I've got a beautiful stand now of uh, daffodils, mm-hmm. and uh, my tulips are up. I don't see any of them uh, with buds on them yet, but they're up, and my front yard looks better from having done it. Well, right? what will
1: happen to you, even if it were too late, you'd have a surprise the next year because you would have forgotten where you put them. And you'd say, yeah, yeah, like those, those bulbs you sent me? Right. They're not going to bloom this time, but Probably next year?
0: Probably not, but yay, yeah. Yay, there they come. Well, I <laughs> forgot where I put them <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That, that's that's like the I wonderful thing about gardening. disease or something like that.
1: But yet, and you put something in the ground, and all of a sudden you walk around and say, my Lord, look at
0: that beautiful thing. Isn't that pretty? Mm-hmm. Well, um uh, folks glad to have you with us this morning our number here i think you probably will remember if you've listened for a while is 919-860-9783 860-9783 and as i mentioned that steve and garner is on the phone uh good morning steve hey how are you
4: not as good as I want to be, but I'm better than I was yesterday.
0: Isn't it the truth? Well, that's good. Anytime you're on this side of the ground, you're doing okay.
4: That's <laughs> true.
1: Yeah, and you—you're you, better than you were last week. Just getting off your off your illness. You—you yeah. still on it, Steve? You still ill?
4: No, I'm. I've. Uh, I've adjusted to the chemo, really well. I'm looking forward to getting back out in my garden. So, I just want to let you guys know. I'm still
0: alive. <laughs> well, well, thank you for checking in with us, Steve. Uh, the ground is warming up some, and so uh, Rufus was saying just a few minutes ago, and, and uh, Pam and Phil, that uh, it won't be long before we can start. Uh, I, I start little zinnia seeds uh, in these little small containers mm-hmm. so that if it's going to get cold or we're going to have a frost, I can pull them in and, and uh, get them out of the weather for a f- few hours anyway. Yes, yeah, uh,
2: Steve, it's been a... Been kind of a tough winter on all of us. With uh, you know, we've had COVID for so long, and a lot of people have been shut in. And it just, uh, we hope we can bring you just a, a little bit of sunshine into your home today, and uh, and hope you're going to be getting better every day.
4: Well, I'm hoping that I'm so far behind on my weeding and and stuff that my as a garden club. The Daylily Club is offered to have a work day over here.
1: Wow. wonderful! Well, that's
0: wonderful. Send them to my house when they're <laughs> <Yeah. working>. done. <laughs>
4: and my Sunday school class is offered to help.
2: Wow. Well, that's great. It's good to have good you friends around. you got a around. great out
4: there that I just, it almost embarrasses me to go out there and look at it right
2: now. It's okay. It'll be all right, and they'll help you get it all cleaned up, and it'll be just good as new.
0: One of the okay. things I figured out is it's going to be there tomorrow.
1: That's right. If I don't get it done today, <laughs> it'll
0: be there tomorrow. Yeah.
2: I just
4: want to let you guys know I'm still around.
0: Thank you, Steve. Well, Appreciate you, you Steve. checking in.
1: You, you'll still have the best daily in the garden in the county. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Speaking of checking <laughs> in. You
4: not come did... to see it yet.
0: Okay. We're going to make a pilgrimage. <laughs>
4: All right. I will I'll hold you to that.
0: Okay. All right. Thanks for calling us, Steve. Bye. Um. Uh, Did y'all see the moon this morning? Yeah, it was beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I mean, it was full. It's a full moon, and it was just really, really beautiful. And then some clouds started coming over it, and truthfully, it looked a little eerie. Yeah, it was
2: pretty this morning, though. I I saw it. I, I thought it was cloudy when we went to bed last night, and then I saw the moon early, early this morning. I was like, well, that's great. The clouds are gone for now.
0: We were sitting outside last night, uh, just enjoying the pretty weather, and hard to remember that tomorrow's the first day of spring. I know. know.
1: Well, I'm always very leery of Friday night, full moon, and I was right when I picked up the phone this morning, and every fool in the country is called (laughs) wanting something for nothing or wanting to cuss me out (laughs) or say, I thought you were dead or something like that. So Friday night, full moon. (laughs) Watch out! The next day on your cell phone.
0: Well, uh, Lib has been getting all of these. My wife has been getting all of these uh, calls from her new best friend, Pam. Potential spam, Pam. <laughs> yeah. And uh, thank oh, goodness it at least. No, yeah, not, not you, Pam. Back. No, no, no of course not.
2: Person. No. Um, no, uh,
0: it's, uh, it's, it's another one.
2: I got one last night. I mean, that I don't know how they get your cell phone but i'm sure they will do whatever
0: these people are calling her about medical stuff and it mm-hmm. is fairly obvious that somehow or another somebody has gotten into her medical records somewhere yep, yep right and in we minute we called the docs and uh, just said you know uh, in fact at first she thought it was from the doctor's office and called them just to double check and he said no yeah but they they said they do feel like somebody has has uh, gotten into yeah. their databases. Yeah. Uh, thats I'll tell you what. <laughs> I, I, there's always been people in this world who uh, tried to do things that were shady or crooked or, uh, I mean, I guess it's part of the human condition. But I swear, that's just a sinister, ugly way yeah. for somebody to try to make a living.
1: Yeah.
0: It's terrible. Anyway. Yeah.
1: Well, somebody knows that I play around with the garden because I get all kinds of garden officers. Offers every day. Really? Yep. Yeah. So there, there, there's some, some mechanism. I guess ordering, uh, ordering from catalogs, yeah. cetera.
0: Ever do something by order by phone or, or yep. even on your computer? Yep. Um. Well, it, it's just it's it's aggravating. There's no question about it. Um. So you answered my first question. It's not. It's not too late to plant spring vegetables. No. All right. So, Pam, when would you when would you begin putting uh, spring plants in the ground?
3: Are you talking about your uh, summertime things like yeah. peppers and tomatoes and all?
0: Well, not necessarily really? vegetables, but also you know uh, blooming plants.
3: Okay. Now, here's the thing. There are things that you can plant now that are totally cold-hardy, and especially if they've been grown in a good nursery where they've hardened them off. Uh, Now, you have to be careful because a lot of things you buy at, say, an indoor florist or a grocery store that are in full bloom right now, like hydrangeas or or Mm. even some tulips and things like that, have come straight out of a warm greenhouse, and Mm -hmm. they cannot go into the ground while they've got flowers on them. Uh, But there are things that you can put in now, like right now still planting hellebores and planting um, beautiful uh, little flocks, woodland flocks, flocks subulata, and uh, the divericatas, both of those types, uh, candy tuft is a good old-fashioned plant you can put out right now uh phil help me you've got a bunch of stuff in bloom at at, uh campbell road
2: yeah i mean it it just goes on and on with i mean we've got heuchera with beautiful blooms on them right now um one of the varieties i've got is just full of blooms i've never seen a heuchera bloom so much but um any perennial that that you see that you'd like to put in now i mean perennials are just coming around and they're really um they're really starting to look good and we of course grow ours in the cold so uh they're they're ready to go in but um as far as like summer annuals, spring and summer annuals a guy came yesterday and wanted some sweet potatoes and i'm like you know if i sold you sweet potatoes i I need to educate you if i sold you sweet potatoes you would be really angry at me in a couple of days because if it gets down below, say, 55 or 50, you know, somewhere in there, sweet potatoes just shrivel up and and look at you and say, y- and you want me to grow, um, you know. I can identify with that. Yeah, yeah, Shri- yeah, shrivel- yeah Shriveling yeah. up and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and looking at you. you. So, but, um, so, you know, um, you have to just be careful because not only are they coming out of warm greenhouses, but – there's a few little things that you might could get by with right now, and that might be marigolds, and that would be one thing that's pretty tough. But as far yeah. as most annuals and patients, begonias, um, uh, geraniums. You know, yep. Ger- like, yeah, yeah, geraniums, geraniums, and marigolds are tough. But they're if we get another like 25 or something like mm-hmm. that, they're not going to make it.
1: So. I've had some good luck on tall flocks. Oh yeah, oh I, can, I love I, flocks. Yeah. I can put that. And you know what, Tom uh, of all the the hardy plants, I think the flocks is the workhorse of the plant world because what they they don't get many diseases except that that mold. Yeah. you got you know, and there are new varieties they don't get that. You can get you two or three crops a year out of them if you chop them down like you're supposed to. And I just highly recommend it. Oh, they gender. just smell so sweet. I They're mean, it's out. just the
0: yeah. the fragrance of that. They've it's got just... so
1: many varieties now. It used to be pink and white and pink and white. And, <laughs> and, 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 now, and now they've got, oh, eight or 10 to 12 different
0: kinds of colors that are just
1: fantastic.
0: Is that like Henry Ford when he was building his first Model A or Model T? He said, you can have any color you Jay- want so <laughs> long as it's black.
1: There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh goodness! You were talking about hellebore a while ago, Pam. Uh, yes, sir. I, some caller called in one day and said they've just taken over everything. Well, frankly, I don't care if they've <laughs> hey, taken that. over my stuff. I've never <laughs> seen such a a beautiful carpet of, of myriad colors and and carefree. I've I've never had a hellebore die yet. I think Tom, I think I gave you a couple one time.
0: You did. In fact, yeah, one of they the they are going to
1: spread all over the place.
0: Well, and they have, and I, I had them, in, I put them in a place where they have done really, really well, and and I like having them there, and they've multiplied. I was going to ask you about something else you gave me sometime. Uh, these winter daphnes. Uh, one of my friends, uh, uh, you gave me, if you remember, at one of the NC Spend Christmas parties, you brought me a little Dixie cup with a daphne in it, uh, and said I could. If I would take care of it, I, it might root, and I might be able to plant it. Well, it is now about two and a half feet uh, tall Whoa. and about that much wide. You
1: are so much lucky. Tom, and, well,
0: let Tom me Tom tell you. to
2: go in the Daphne business. Well, <laughs> uh, so uh,
0: a friend of mine, uh, they're right there in front of the house. They like where they are. They don't get a lot of heavy sun. And... I think the other advice you gave me is plant them, and if they grow, leave them alone. Don't
1: talk to them. Yeah. Don't don't say a word. Don't fertilize them. Don't do anything.
0: Well, I haven't. Uh, I'm good for that. I'm, I'm really good at that part. But if you anyway, want to be a
1: sorry gardener. Try growing some daffodils. Well, right.
0: okay. So I was going to ask you, uh, when is the right time to try to take some clippings and and do that uh, to put them in? Some uh, what you did is you brought them to me in a Dixie cup with some water in it. I
1: I had had, uh, Pam, just
0: to just to be able to hear uh, smell them.
1: And Phil will Mm -hmm. tell you that it's very hard to do with a Daphne. I I can't remember what I I think it's uh, that I sometime along in July did it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah,
2: they probably when they harden Uh, off just a bit, right, Pam? Yeah.
3: Yes, um, you don't want to do it on that tender, flexible no. wood. You want to let it harden a little bit. And um, do you have some root tone, yes. uh, Tom? of course. Okay, I would definitely use that on it. Um, so
0: you wouldn't put it in water. You'd put no. it in some soil.
3: Mm-hmm. I'd put it in soil. How about you, Rufus? How do you well, do you
1: I, I know but our, our dear friend, the, Rose, and she'll probably call in today. Rose uh, Rhodes. Rhodes said that she, Rhodes. she does them by water. I've never gotten one to root yet in water, and so I just. Uh,
0: well, that's what you gave me, and that's what I did, and I left it there, and it but, but, sprouted. But I
1: had some soil though in mine.
0: Uh, well, no, not in the one you gave me. It, it, well, it was just well, I you,
1: guess. I well, guess the, I left when you it brought there.
0: it inside the house, you said I want you to smell something good. And, oh yeah, I had that wrapped up. Yeah. And yeah. So, anyway, uh, a, a friend and it's of mine. A miracle
1: that you got it to root.
0: Well, I was going to say, can you buy the plants?
3: Yeah, so that was Christmas, Tom?
0: Oh, that was Christmas, what, 10, 15 years ago, easy.
4: Okay,
3: so so maybe taking that winter wood cutting and putting it in water might have been the time to do that.
0: It was still blooming at the time.
2: That's awesome. That's yeah, that's a good deal. You, not yeah. many people have that kind of
1: luck.
0: Well, I, I, no. I guess I've been fortunate with them because I had them at my old house, and then I transplanted yeah. them over to this house. And, and they, wow. don't, they
1: don't really like being transplanted. Mm-mm. And that's when you told me that. <laughs> I said, that's the end of time. Well, they didn't
0: days. complain.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not that's so great. as I could
0: hear anyway.
2: That's great. And uh, you asked if you could buy some. Well, we had about 50. Um. About a month ago, and we sold out in no time, and can't get any more right now. Well, if you
0: get some more, hold one for me and okay. let me know, because right. I've got a, a dear friend that I work with who uh, admires those things every time she comes to visit oh, okay. me. And all right, uh, well, they've I,
1: just ju- they, they've just been through their their uh, absolute optimum time and have yep. faded off right now. Yep. And if you want to try rooting, Tom, get you get you a flat a little. Yeah. plant yeah, thing, and, yeah. and plant twelve, and you might get one. <laughs> well, you might root one. That's kind of like he roses. More than that. Well,
0: that's kind of like with roses. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, anyway, uh, folks, we're delighted to have you with us this morning. Eight six zero nine seven eight three is the number you can call if you would like to join us on the air. Uh, this is going to be an abbreviated show this morning uh, because, uh, as many of you probably know, WPTF has become. The Triangle's home for the UNC Tar Heels. They won their first NCAA basketball game. What was it? Wednesday? Wednesday night? Anyway, Thursday or sometime. Yeah. I can't remember. Anyway, so I guess it was Thursday. Yeah. Uh, and so they're going to be playing again today, and so uh, we have to leave at ten thirty this morning so that uh, we can start the pregame for Carolina, and of course it. it It's okay with me because the NC State women's basketball team, which we've followed all year long, begins their NCAA tournament uh, play today at 2, and they're playing Longwood. Yep. Longwood, by the way, uh, as a point of reference, I found this out the hard way, Longwood is located in Farmville, Virginia. Now, why is Farmville, Virginia notable? It is the home of Green Front Furniture and 14 buildings. I mean, if it's in furniture or furnishings and they don't have it, you don't need it.
1: <laughs> and it's exactly in the middle of the state of Virginia. If you go look on a map, measure anyway, and Farmville is right in the middle.
0: All right. And as the old farmer said, you can't get there from here. I mean, <laughs> it's a hike. <laughs> you might as well pack a lunch.
1: <laughs> well, Tom, I feel a little bit uh, I am normally very intimidated here with with Phil and especially Nelson when she's here about having gone to
0: Carolina. And Well, I, you state, should. Ruthless. And
1: I I I really want everybody to know that except for Carolina I'm from state all the way.
0: <laughs> oh, man. You're we're going to We're going to take a break for news and we'll be back after our uh, WPTF news.
1: Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike,
0: Ann, and Rufus. And good morning again. I'm Tom Campbell, subbing for Mike Raley. If you missed the first half hour of the show, you would uh, have known Mike is in Israel. This is something that he and Melissa have wanted to do for a long, long time and have tried uh, to go before and had a trip canceled because of COVID and other things, and so He 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 and uh, Melissa over there with a group of people and uh, golly I kind of envy them. That's a place I would like to have gone. Phil, you've gone. I've gone a couple of times to the Holy Land.
2: Yeah, it's I'd go again in a minute.
0: We paid deposits twice.
2: Y'all haven't been. Both
0: times war broke out. Lib said no more. I'm not doing that anymore.
2: It's beautiful over there.
0: Anyway, eight six zero nine seven eight three is our number in Raleigh. Put a nine one nine in front of it if you're. need to do so Uh, and uh, we've got a couple of people on the on the line so let's get to them david in north raleigh good morning david good morning what can we do for you today Uh,
5: some weeks ago a caller asked about a plant or a bush to replace boxwood um, and someone suggested a type of holly and i'm trying to recall the name of it if it was a soft touch holly or Something that would it could have been it could have been a soft touch or it could have been
3: a yopon. Does that ring a bell?
5: Hmm. Uh, the soft touch does. I'm not sure about the yopon. I've got okay. Several.
3: Yopon yopon hollies are native to North Carolina. They're wonderful hollies. Um, they t- tolerate quite a bit of sun. Um, they're Very variable about uh, what kind of locations they like. There are tall ones that you might be familiar with, uh, weeping or or standing tall like Will Fleming. But a lot of the lower ones um, that can be sheared like boxwood, they can be shaped, uh, they're very, very tolerant of uh, homeowner conditions.
0: And and you said, Pam, I think, because I had this problem once before and I had to replace some boxwoods, you said the soft touch are more disease-resistant. Uh, to some of the diseases that go around. Is that correct?
3: Yeah, the soft touch can be, but I have had a touch of disease in some of mine. I think I got um, some mildew on the interior of one, and um, they don't like to dry out. I made the mistake of putting a couple of soft touch in containers on either side of my door, and I let one go too long, and it started crisping up. And once those leaves turn brown, you know, you gotta be patient and have that thing
5: flush back out again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well are the soft cut collies, are the opon readily available like it still's nursery?
2: I cannot tell you for sure that we have any right this very moment because shrubs have been flying out very fast. Why is that? Everybody's planting shrubs now. I guess a lot of new homeowners or people know changing their residence and maybe didn't like what they had when they moved or either they're just taking everything out uh because they realize staying at home more with covid um they are having more time to work in their yard so um but i i can tell you that you can call the nursery uh we open at nine and if we don't have them we can get them for you if they're available
5: okay thank you have one other question yeah i have a ornamental grasses that are probably three or maybe five feet high uh, with plumes and everything. I have not cut them back yet. Is it too late, or is that something I need to do today? Today. (laughs) Today? Okay.
1: Unless you want to start cutting back your new growth. Okay. All right. And a hedge hedge trimmer is good for that, too. (laughs) Okay. Or you could get goats.
5: everyone uh, everyone (laughs) got their green beans. Planted on St. Patrick's Day because I'm the one who uh, had a veteran tell me that years ago that I worked with and it works every year if you plant green beans on St. Patrick's Day you'll be picking green beans in May.
0: Oh, All right then. Wow how about that? All right. Old wives tales.
2: I'll have to put a few of those in our, our we've got some um, demonstration beds and I'll have to try some of that I may I've got some green beans I'm going to go of course I should have planned them a few days ago right Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well.
5: To work. Okay.
0: Thanks. Thanks for calling, David. Pam, you talked about having patience. Uh, I, I will tell you that I have learned patience. I mean, for instance, my prayer every morning is, Lord, give me patience, and I want it right I now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yep. Give me patience, but hurry.
0: <laughs> so, Rufus, you were talking about uh, Rose Rhodes from Princeton. Oh, I know she's, she's on spank. the phone. Good morning, Rose. Oh Lord, sure. how are you? Rose, yeah, we're doing good.
1: Rose, please don't spank me for what I said about growing daphne in water. <laughs> That's See, see, you're good at it.
6: <laughs> I'm not so sure. Hold on, just a minute. I don't think I'm so sure about that. I got to get away. I got to get away from this
0: radio. Again. Yeah, we're getting feedback there.
6: Are you sure I said you grow? You can root it in water.
1: I I remember you, uh, a couple shows ago you said that you would had luck with rooting one in water a uh, uh, daphne. Am I wrong?
6: Now what I did, I, I rooted in uh, soil. But oh, I know you couldn't. You could root. I could root it, but you couldn't move it. So I rooted in a pot. You know that had good soil in the bottom.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. So you didn't
6: have to move it. Right. But I did root. Uh, Daphne, the
1: usual way. Hmm. Did yeah, you but you you had a lot more luck than I did.
6: You did what, Rufus?
1: I. Uh, you have a lot more luck than I did. I I, I planted a, a twelve pockets full and got one to live and gave <laughs> and gave it to Tom. And that's the only time I've ever been able to propagate a Daphne.
0: Well, she's enjoying where she lives now, Rufus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Me? No. Daphne. The Daphne.
0: <laughs> Although you could you could come over to the house and But my
6: Daphne is just beautiful
0: right now. It is. I'll tell you what, they've been prolific this, this winter. Mm-hmm. They've been gorgeous. The camellias have been too. Oh
1: uh, the camellias are gorgeous
0: oh, right man, now. Oh man, what a Good year. we
1: well Rose, we were talking about uh, about the best time. I as I recall I I rooted my Daphne, it was somewhere in August.
6: Okay. Was
0: that about right?
6: I'm looking. My, I'm looking in my book right now because I, I don't remember that.
0: That's cheating, Rose. I know. She's <laughs> got. She's got her, she's got her a, own book, by the way. It's an open book test. Oh, you let's have go got your own I book.
6: Actually, so you don't have one. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, no, I wasn't familiar That's with the
6: Odora. it. Oh, Dora, let's see what it says. I stick the cuttings in a one-gallon uh, pot. And let it uh, grow one year. I don't say how if what success I had in rooting, but I just stick it in the pot and let it grow one year before I move it. Right. But I could root them just like regular plants.
2: Interesting. So when did you take your cuttings?
6: It would be in the springtime, like you know. Right now. Yeah, now or a little bit later.
0: A little bit later. Yeah. Okay. All right, Rose. You keep calling because I'm going <laughs> to do this, and I'm going to try it. And if it doesn't work, then I'm coming to Princeton. You
6: come on down here, and
0: I'll let you look over this plantation. <laughs> yeah, we'll
6: oh, man. Several
0: Daphnes. There you go. All right. I love them, too. Thanks for calling, Rose.
6: Oh, you're welcome, and I love, love all of you.
0: Well, we love thank you. you, too. You. Bye. Bye. All right. uh, too darling. All right. Uh, speaking of North Carolina and things to come in North Carolina, did you, find, did you read this week, James Taylor's coming back yes. to Raleigh? Yes. Oh, yeah. going to be here June 24th. <laughs> or 5th june 25th
1: carolina
0: and I, I tell you, i think that's the best concert i ever went to at the dean dome and and i don't know whether any of y'all saw the the special that was on tv uh, uh shortly after christmas but james taylor and carol uh uh um, oh uh, uh, yeah king. king carol king, king. Mm-hmm. sorry did, did you see that pam
3: Yes, I did and it was Ugh. fantastic. They are lifelong friends. I know. They've both been performing since they were teenagers.
0: Well she he's she done, she done some of songs her songs. That he
3: records. Yeah, he's
0: done some yeah, of her she, songs.
3: She wrote a lot that he recorded and um, she's a very generous songwriter. Oh. A lot of her uh, songs were, became hits for other people.
0: There was that chemistry on love. that stage that night, like yes. you just don't yes. see anywhere. And it was obvious that yes. they were having the best time in the world. They were just loving it. Anyway, so he's coming back June 25th. Tickets go on sale March 25th. And if you can beat me, it starts at <laughs> 10 a.m. If you can beat me to them, <laughs> then good luck. I want some good seats. Uh, anyway. All right, Stephen's here. Uh, we got, I think we got a few minutes. We can talk to Stephen. Good morning to you. Hello, Stephen. Well, hey, can you hey hear me? Yeah. there you are.
5: Yeah. Okay. Uh, got a question: of What you would, what soil amendment you would recommend for sandy soil down by the coast? Um, I had read cow manure. Was good, but it said have to be careful because of the salt. And they had recommended uh, maybe peat moss. Uh, want to see what your thoughts were?
0: Anybody? You want,
3: you want all right? Um, you I'll take this. Uh, the problem with peat moss is um, multiple uh, multiple problems. One is. The sustainability, and also that peat moss, if it gets wet, it will hold water for a long, long time, and it's very hard to dry out. That's the reason you see the peat bogs in sand along coastlines. So it would be better if you mixed in compost, and that could be something like finely screened pine bark mulch. Hmm. It could be your homemade compost. It could be um, something, something that's going to be fine and organic. Um, I really am a fan of chopped leaves. I, I love them. And I know that's hard to get at the coast because you've got a lot more pines probably where you <laughs> yeah. are. And I do yeah. not encourage people to put pine needles in the soil uh, yeah. because, there again, they're very slow to break down. But anything you can get locally that's that's really organic. Now, peat moss is a good addition to soilless mixes that are going to go into containers that are going to dry out. But yeah. um, other than that, no.
4: What about just
3: regular potting fuel? No. Uh, again, it's yeah. it's got so much peat moss yeah. in it, and yeah. your soil will be, it will benefit it more. With microorganisms that come from compost, because the yeah. compost, if it's in there, it's real. It's leaves or or rotting fruit and vegetable uh, material. The worms will come up and they'll take it. They'll eat it. They'll they'll excrete what you need to build soil, and okay. um, that would be much better for you than anything commercial you could add.
5: Okay, Well, I'll see if I can find some fine fine bark. Uh, ground pine bark, topsoil. How, yeah, how would that
3: work? It, well, and stay away from stay away from the dyed stuff. You don't yes. want anything yeah. with yeah. the walnut dyes yeah. and the red dyes yeah. and all that kind of stuff to be in your ground. Yeah. Um, and again, adding things like topsoil or garden soil. Why, when you can add free stuff or inexpensive stuff and build real? soil that way you you want to feed the soil not the plants. yeah you know you may disagree with me uh, but what do you think
2: no it's just well the only other thing he mentioned cow manure I was just thinking that you know uh, black cow is processed so it's not that bad uh, with salts and that sort of thing so um, you might could mix he could mix a little bit of black cow in with it in with the the leaves and uh, as they uh, decompose you know that would that would help
4: yeah okay well i appreciate the information
0: mm-hmm. and thank you for calling okay. steve 860-9783 is is the number to call um i don't think we have time right now to get into this next subject that i wanted to talk about uh, the, one of the things that i had down on my list today you know me i i'm going to have I'm gonna have some preparation before I come and do this because I'm I know least about uh, gardening than anybody's ever been on no, this show. Your yard is beautiful. Well, it's not. It's not because of me. The the question that I wanted to to pose was, you know, I told you spring starts tomorrow. Uh, there are a lot of people who say that. Um, they're tired of this falling back and springing ahead, time-changing, and all this kind of stuff. Here's and one right I, here. I will have to admit it's been hard. Uh, my puppies don't seem to understand yeah. that we're on daily daylight savings time, and they're still getting up at the same time, just an hour earlier. Uh, a proposal now uh, to make daylight savings time permanent. The U.S. Senate has passed a bill to make it permanent. We won't do any more of this time-changing. What do you all think about that?
1: I'm all for it. I'll lobby for free.
2: To leave it at daylight? Leave it.
1: Leave it, move, leave it alone.
2: Well, leave it somewhere.
0: <laughs> well, but I mean, at 6.30 in the morning right now, it's still very dark. Yeah, it was very dark when I came out. Um, Pam, what do you think?
3: Well, I know that the real reason that it was started was um, because children worked on farms before and after school, and that's that's part of the reason. That this is an old, old issue, and um, there are people who are concerned about children standing out in the dark at bus stops. Yep. But they do some part of the year anyway, um, you know. And isn't it Indiana that doesn't change? Isn't there that's one right. state yeah. that has never adopted this? So if it works for Indiana,
0: <laughs> it well, but work it's always constantly us. the wrong time in Indiana. I don't care if you ever try. <laughs> Lib's brother lives in Indiana, and it's always the wrong time. I thought to... Indiana had three time zones. <laughs> <laughs> now you might need to explain that one for me.
1: I, I've, I've just always read that Indiana had three time zones. <laughs>
0: wow. You know, you do learn things by listening to this that's show, it. don't you? I, it's, it's, anyway. <laughs> now, <clears throat> so when
1: I, when I say I heard, that would be the hearsay rule. Yes. That's
4: it.
0: <laughs> and you could have heard it from anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I have to say that these time changes seem to be more dramatic to me now yeah, they than are. they were like 20 years ago, and I can't yep. explain to you why that's the case. But it just it feels differently
1: well I can I can back up Pam on this because entirely was that that was the reason in Watauga County because it was uh, practically rural and that was done on behalf of the farming community because yeah. they needed all the labor at the time with more sun shining I, I can't remember which one it was but that was the reason
0: well of course time was that people woke up in daylight and went to bed at dark that's right
3: what do you mean time was i do that now
0: <laughs> i hate
1: to do two things pam go to bed and get up <laughs> oh, yeah unfortunately time
2: zone. <laughs>
1: i mean i like having the
2: daylight savings time now because i can take care of the nursery in the daylight and i don't have to stumble around in the, in the dark and end right. up falling but uh I also work later at night, and mm-hmm. then still yeah. have to get up early the next morning. So it's it's a little
0: tough sometimes. Are we gonna have to break out into a chorus of "You'll Never Walk Alone"? Yeah, that's right. You're stumbling in the dark. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh
0: <laughs> God. Oh well. Um, the other another topic I wanted to introduce because I, I see this is me being able to ask my own questions and yep. and learn more about this we've had such horrible hot summers lately um and and both of y'all have seen my backyard at my house we couldn't get grass to grow in that backyard uh, partially because of the incline partially anyway we we just couldn't get grass to grow and so we've put mondo grass how is it doing um, i don't know yet because it okay. was it was it in was december done, yeah it was December when we put it in and right. so i really don't know exactly how well it's doing but i'm are we in a time when we're going to grow less grass we're going to have because of all the the hot weather and the, the bad weather that takes place not enough rain too much rain uh, people are going to start landscaping with more Mondo grasses, uh, maybe even less grassy areas. Well, if you're crazy like I am, and you see a vacant spot
1: in your landscape somewhere, you stick something in it.
0: Boy, that's right.
1: <laughs>
0: Rufus and, has the Columbus method for plants.
1: Yep, yep. <laughs> Find a spot and put it in.
0: That's it. <laughs> yeah. And if it ain't happy, move it.
1: I, I think I think because <laughs> of the 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 chem chemist the chemicals that we're putting in the ground too. And I hope I don't. I'm not trying to offend any kind of our sponsors. We use far too many chemicals in, in our yards. Far too many.
0: Well, I mean, if you've ever been into Arizona or some of these countries, you know, where uh, states where it it really does get hot. Yep. You're seeing they're decorating a lot more with pebbles and and mondo grasses and things like that, and less fescue and and.
2: Uh, well, I think we're going to more warm season grasses. Um, uh, where we do have grassy areas, and we do have to have some grassy areas to to help keep things a little cooler sometimes. But um, what, what are you thinking, Pam?
3: Oh, boy, you guys have hit on all the things that I'd love to talk about. Uh, one is—
2: <laughs> Well, you've got—take your
0: time. You've got at least 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we well, well, <laughs> i'll have to come back to this one because i i really have some very strong thoughts on uh, the sustainability of turf grass versus um, and I love turf grass i love it in the right spot and the right size but um, we really need to rethink the great american lawn
0: well so i mean uh, some of it i think has got to do with the people who do landscaping and and uh, who who do yard maintenance and yard you know type plantings and so forth like that but you see us going to a time where there is less actual turf grass
3: less lawn yes i i see i see it used as an ornamental rug or walkways right. or carpet in areas or a play area but i don't see it as being the main focus of the american home
5: anymore
0: all right yeah. Pam. we'll pick this back up after the news stay with us for original reporting.